This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Boksu. Boksu is a premium Japanese snack subscription box. Yes, it and this it exceeded my expectations so far. Oh, me too. Matthew and I each got um, one of their recent boxes, the Kyoto box, which was mostly matcha themed. And it came with a really, really great selection of delicious things, plus a tea bag to pair with it. Yes, and a colored guide to show what's in there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's an amazing array of stuff like there are more than 10 different things in there were these really there were these little azuki beans that are coated in white chocolate and rolled in matcha so delicious there's candy that looks like a stained glass window um i'm thinking of making a mosaic out of it absolutely so to get your own boxu go to boxu.com that's b-o-k-k-s-u.com and use the offer code milk five for five dollars off your first box and they ship free worldwide whoa that's boxu B-O-K-K-S-U dot com. Offer code MILK5. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are drinking Arnold Palmer's. And this was, I think, suggested by host Molly, right? It was, yes. Okay. Host Molly really likes an Arnold Palmer. How did we start talking about this? Because this is, it's not it that I up on a, on don't a, like Arnold Palmer's. It just never would have occurred came, to me to do an episode about it. It came up on a it. different episode recently. Like, oh. It came up on some random episode, like, um, Maybe like we were scallops doing, or something. Oh, of course. That yeah. makes perfect sense. I'm always <laughs> thinking about iced tea and lemonade when, when I'm eating scallops. It's one of the most classic pairings in the history <laughs> of food and beverage. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, it is a very cold and rainy winter morning oh, here yes. in Seattle. It is Arnold Palmer weather. I've, Absolutely I've said it not. so many times. Yeah. Anyway, so we are, uh, I don't know, having a little... A little um, we're looking ahead to summer. No, and in fact, um, as I was walking my daughter to the bus stop this morning, um, I said we were doing this Arnold Palmer episode. And she said, what's that? I said, it's like half iced tea, half lemonade. She said, that sounds good. And then she looked up at the sky and like, maybe I'll try it another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pouring <laughs> yeah. today. 
So, so basically, Matthew, what we're talking about here, right? Just for listeners. I already spoiled it. For listeners who don't, who still don't know what an Arnold Palmer is. If you still don't know what it is, you must have just tuned in this second because I just said what it was. Great. Okay. okay. Anyway, do you <laughs> but have- we know a lot of listeners join us like five minutes into the show. You know, yeah. you mean to turn on the radio, the, the computer radio. Right. And uh, but, uh, you know, you're running late. You know, your kid is screaming, you know, you turn it on and like it's uh, halfway through spilled milk. You have no idea what we're talking about. Perfect. Great. So uh, what are your memories of Arnold Palmer's? None whatsoever. I mean, OK, actually, I don't think I ever had an Arnold Palmer when I was a kid. Be- but me I, neither. I knew who Arnold Palmer was me too. because I went through a brief phase where I was into golf. Are you serious? Yes. I was not expecting that. I don't think I ever played golf. I would I like went to the driving range a few times, which is quite fun. Wow. Um, and I read books about golf because I was a super cool dude. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Um, I I believe I, I read a book about golf by um, New Yorker writer David Owen, who's written many books. Oh, I bet that was really entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. yeah, he wrote a book called Sheetrock and Shellac. Yeah, loved it. Which is an incredibly Didn't entertaining book. I recommend that you book. You recommended to you. it to me. It's an incredibly entertaining book about home renovations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I think that I am right in the same boat with you. I grew up uh, knowing who Arnold Palmer, the golfer, was. And I I think in retrospect that I grew up in a place where golf was like a thing. Uh Uh, And I think it's because I grew up, there was like a country club nearby. And definitely my parents' friends were like the kind of the kind of people who like golfed. Oh, sure. Mine were not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, my my friends are not the kind of friends who golf. (laughs) No. Uh, But anyway, so. um, So, yeah, you know, the, the name Arnold Palmer hovered around my childhood. And anyway, I'm not done. Don't talk. And I also think, and I don't know if this is because I grew up in Oklahoma, which is kind of the South, uh-huh. kind of the Midwest, but also kind of the South. There was, I was aware of people ordering iced tea in a way that I don't notice here in Seattle. No, it's not much of a thing in yeah, Seattle. Here, it, this is not you an iced tea You can get place. it most places, but it's not... It's just not the the beverage that people think of. Especially in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma, especially if you were going out to lunch, you would order iced tea. And we're not, I'm not talking about sweet tea. I mean like unsweetened okay, tea. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, so so the idea of iced tea with like a lemon wedge in it was a common part of my childhood. I didn't like it. But I, I think that I did not know about the drink Arnold Palmer until I was a bit older. Can we go back to David Owen for a minute? Yeah, let's do I have a, I kind of get the feeling now when I think about uh, the books by him that I've read that he gets ideas for books by going to the Wikipedia page list of most boring things <laughs> and, and picking something like I bet I can make that interesting. What else has he written? Okay, about? I've written I've read books of, by David Owen about golf, okay, about personal finance for children, about the SATs, and about home renovation. I want to read all of all these. of them were terrific. Oh, I want to read personal finance so this for is, children. Welcome to the David Owen Fan Club podcast. <laughs> and I interviewed him one time. You did? Uh-huh. Oh my it gosh, so that's exciting. so cool. Your brush with fame. Yeah. <laughs> um, I read, I can't remember, he had something in The New Yorker in the past couple of years mm-hmm. that I read. Again, it was about an extremely boring topic and it was I love that kind of thing so much. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so... So, so where did the Arnold Palmer come from? Does it really have anything to do with Arnold Palmer? It certainly does, Matthew. I'm really? glad you asked. So, Ma- uh, Matthew, Arnold Palmer actually passed away within the past couple of years. Yeah. At the ripe old age of 87. So, rest in peace, Arnold Palmer. Apparently, Arnold Palmer uh, used to drink these at home. Can I read you a quote? Please. Okay, this this is verbatim. Said 
Arnold Palmer. My wife made a lot of iced tea for lunch, and I said, hey, babe, I've got an idea. You make the iced tea and make a big pitcher, and we'll put just and we'll just put a little lemonade in it and see how that works. And we, she said, uh, Arnold, I'm so sick of your fucking ideas. We mixed it up, and I got the solution about where I wanted it and put the lemonade in it. I had it for lunch after working on the golf course. I thought, boy, this is great, babe. I'm going to take it when I play golf. I'm going to take a thermos of iced tea and lemonade. <laughs> anyway. I, I feel babe. like he's, he told this story at gunpoint. Right. <laughs> and then I put the tea in the lemonade and it was delicious I and I invented it. I mixed up the it. solution just how I liked it. I, you, know, you know what I think was going on here? And like, sorry to desecrate the memory of Arnold Palmer, but I feel like this is something that, that he would uh, come up with, that, that his people would come up with when he was embroiled in some sort of scandal to like take the heat off. Like, okay, we need you, we need to get you associated with something like, you know, That's less. lovable. Right, something lovable. Right, you know, like you killed a man uh, and you know people aren't just going to forget that but if we associate you with the most unthreatening lovable drink yeah. and give a great story about how you and your wife just like love hanging around and drinking non-alcoholic beverages and how you call her babe right people are going to forget about how you mowed down those children uh, driving drunk this, by the way none of this is none true. of this is true no Arnold Palmer is actually remembered as a really wonderful guy uh-huh. and he started a, um, a a charity that it does I can't remember what Again, he probably started that charity to take the heat off after another one of his scandals. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so he used to drink this at home. And, and then apparently the story goes that in 1960, at the U.S. Open at some country club in Denver, he ordered it at a bar. Mm-hmm. And a woman sitting nearby overheard him and ordered, quote, that Palmer drink. And thus was born the Arnold Palmer. Now, later, he apparently also said that there was a similar incident at a country club in Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, I bet there so, was an incident at a country club in Palm Springs. <laughs> anyway, so basically, he liked this with a particular proportion. He liked it with three parts unsweetened iced tea and one part lemonade. He said that the tea flavor should, quote, unquote, be dominant. Mm-hmm. When, when you say he ordered it, at a country club, did he ask for an Arnold Palmer? No. So that okay. was the thing. Apparently, country clubs like w- would take pride in bringing him the Arnold Palmer uh-huh. without him asking for it because oh. they felt like you should never ask to ask for a drink of your own name. That's you know? that's true. I never have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my drink consists of uh, uh, mm. Welch's grape juice and V8. Oh, oh God! <laughs> I like I like three quarters V8. Don't anybody drink this. Oh, man, I got to tell you. So, okay, so we made our Arnold Palmers today with Simply Lemonade. Is that a Minute Maid beverage? Uh, I think Minute Maid is different. It's it's some big national brand of lemonade that won the Serious Eats commercial lemonade tasting. Mm, Okay, we can link to the the lemonade tasting. We can, yeah. Uh, But anyway, so we we decided to make ours today with prepared lemonade. We used Simply Lemonade. And then Matthew made black tea. What did you use to make the black Um, tea? Oh, so I was going to get Lipton, but the only Lipton they had at the store was a giant package. And Mm. I I was reminded again, buying tea for this episode, that if you are willing to settle for store brand black tea, it costs almost literally nothing. I believe they had the Kroger brand on sale, 100 bags for $2. Are you serious? But what I got was Red Rose. Okay. Uh, which is a very mild commercial brand of tea. And did you brew it cold or hot? Hot. Okay. And then you refrigerated it. Yeah, I don't think, well, I, I don't think back in the in the Palmer days, people were, were doing, cold would have been doing cold iced brewed ice. I mean, people would do like sun tea, but I don't think that's what would have been served at a country club. I agree. And I know a lot about country clubs. You sure do. 
Um, so I really like this one that is I that is totally in the agree. Arnold Palmer proportions. It's Palmer mostly, knew his shit. Mostly tea, because the idea is so. Whenever I drink iced tea, which is not often, I always want it to be the tiniest bit sweet yep. and the tiniest bit lemony. I think that this Arnold Palmer proportion like hits that perfectly. Like the lemonade sweetens the tea and also gives this like lemony flavor. Yeah, he was a uh, had a great genius. proportions. I also like that it finishes with tea flavor. Yep. Now I think whereas it, it the were... half and half. Oh, so so most recipes that you'll find for an Arnold Palmer online, as though you need a recipe, most of them call for half tea and half lemonade, right. which is sometimes called a half and half. But if you order an Arnold Palmer like in a restaurant or whatever, chances are they'll bring you half tea and half lemonade. Is and I, I prefer more tea? Is a half and half also that uh, I hesitate to say cocktail, but like the thing was like half. Like a dairy product? No, I was thinking like half Guinness and half like Bass Ale or something. Oh, that was where like a black and tan. Black and tan. That's thank a black you. and tan. Which you know, black and tan is synonymous with half and half. So the next time you need to buy half and half for your coffee, just look for black and tan. Sure. Uh, anyway. Black and tan. Get it in a can. I didn't know that that this was sold commercially, like pre-mixed. I did because I bought the the Nantucket Nectars and or the Honest Tea versions. And I think that like even Country Time, the like powdered lemonade people, apparently they sell an Arnold Palmer mix. That, or, or maybe ready-made or something. How would I you, mean, they, you powder there, there is tea? instant tea powder. I don't think it's good, probably, but at the same time, like, Country Time Lemonade is bad in kind of a good way. I love Country so Time So I think, I think a Country Time Arnold Palmer, I mean, you could drink Country Time at the Country Club. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> that's probably why they call it, they, it was originally called Country Club Time. <laughs> they were like, that's a really clunky name. <laughs> and also, we don't want to be associated with that incident at the Country Club. Um, I was when I was looking up stuff about Arnold Palmer, um, I saw that Serious Eats has this recipe by Maggie Hoffman uh-huh. that they bill as kind of like the definitive Arnold Palmer. And I, I bet it's amazing. And I'm going to try it next summer. It was far too, too much work for, for us to do for this episode, <laughs> sure. because Lord knows we refuse to do a lot of work for this show. Just kidding. Oh, only only sort of just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, she so Maggie Palmer has Maggie, Maggie Hoffman. <laughs> Maggie Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, she she was Arnold Palmer's second wife. <laughs> and so she learned the secrets of how his, uh-huh. how his first wife used to make uh-huh. Arnold Palmer. No. OK. So yeah, do you, you think, I think close to the end of the end of his life, he was just calling everyone, babe. <laughs> So anyway, you juice some lemons and then you take the the rinds with the, like the pulp in them and you chop them up and mix them with sugar and let them macerate. So okay. you get some of the like fragrant like lemon oil into this kind of sugary, juicy slush. <laughs> and then you add your juiced lemon juice. Okay. And then you strain it. So you strain out the solid part. And what you're left with is this like lemonade concentrate. And then Maggie Hoffman has you add that to cold brewed black tea, which she says is smoother. Makes sense. The way you keep saying her name, I feel like you think she's making us do this, like <laughs> under duress? Uh, no, 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 no. She, she just she sells it really well. And, oh, she and sells I want, it. And we I want just buy some. <laughs> anyway. 
So basically, she has you make this really aromatic lemonade concentrate and add that to the tea. Is there any other example of a celebrity having a drink or food associated Shirley with their Temple. name? Shirley Temple. No, I know. Uh, let me finish. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Where they actually had something to do with the creation of it. I don't know. Because, like, you know, you got your Peach Melba. You've got your Oysters Rockefeller. We eat these things all but, the time. But uh, did, <laughs> did they have anything? Peach Melba. Wait, there was somebody named Melba, yes, right? Yes, Nellie Melba. I think she, she was either a ballet dancer or a singer. I don't remember which. Can we do a Peach Melba episode? I have no idea what it is, so yes. Can we do, like, an Oysters Rockefeller episode? Can we do, like, a, like a Foods Named After People episode? I mean, we can talk about them, but we're not going to make more than one of these things for no. an episode. Or okay. possibly okay. not even one. Okay, so what about, well, there's the Elvis. The Oh, the uh, peanut butter and but banana. But I don't know if it's really called the Elvis, but everybody kind of knows yeah. what it is. It's like a fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. Yeah, I think that almost qualifies, assuming he really did eat that. Yeah. Another thing I'm wondering is a couple of things. I was thinking about There's our- also the Hannibal Lecter, liver, <laughs> liver fava, and, and beans, fava beans, and Chianti. Hey, wait, is that something you can really order somewhere <laughs> no, <laughs> Well, that that kind of ties in with my first question, which is, what would happen if you were a big celebrity like an Arnold Palmer or, say, an Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. And you went into a bar or a country club. And you were like, I'd like the Arnold Schwarzenegger. What would they do? I would freak out if I was the bartender. I'd be like, yeah. obviously, I'm supposed to know what this is. And like, Arnie is standing think, right here. I think that is where smartphones come in. Do you think- And you start like Googling rapidly on your phone. Uh, do you think either of us is f- like famous enough, like within the few blocks from here, to to ch- give this a try, see what happens? Um, I'm wh- not. So if you were to uh, hold on, but what would your what would your your thing be like? If the 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 math the Amster Burton. I don't know. I want I want a stressed out bartender to have to come up with it on the fly and try and sell it as if they as if they know that that's what it is. Would it be alcoholic or non alcoholic? Um. That's a good question. Uh, I guess it would depend whether I was at a country club or a bar. Because they don't serve alcoholic drinks at country clubs. I'm a noted country club expert. I think that if I were at a country club and I were ordering Mm -hmm. a non-alcoholic drink, uh, let's say to drink with the the ladies after we finished a game of tennis. I love drinking with the ladies after tennis or golf. (laughs) I think, I know that I should order something iced, but I think that if I... I think I would have it be half coffee, half hot chocolate. Oh, and there, should be, not, there should be a name uh, I mean, for a cho- for a coffee drink with its chocolate flavored. <laughs> no, but uh, mocha is different. I know. I'm talking about like because you get a little bit of like milk from the hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a, if it's a, a particularly good hot chocolate, you get a little bit of milk. You get the chocolate. You mm-hmm. also get strong coffee. Mm-hmm. All things that are found in a mocha. Go on. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and then if I were in a bar, uh-huh. I mean, I already um, said my drink was was V eight and tomato well, well, grape juice. Was it V eight and tomato juice? <laughs> Shaken. Um, I don't know what it would be in a bar because I'm not a very creative cocktail drinker. No. like you know, I like I really I like classic cocktails. I think what would happen is the bartender would mix something up, and then I would have to pretend to like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But if they knew me, they they knew that that uh, they should mix up like something fruity. They would know that they should basically like puree a pear and mix it <laughs> with champagne. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, that's it. That's the Amster. That's Burton. the Amster Burton. Oh, the most manly drink there is. We just invented it. 
All right. I so- would drink. I would drink that with pride. My next question. There probably there will be more. I was thinking about our English UK listeners. Yes. Um, because first off, I don't think iced tea is much of it. I'm going to say a bunch of things where like I don't think this is a thing in England, but I don't know. I don't think iced tea is much of a thing in England, is I it? I don't think so, but I, I don't know any more than you do. Well, I guess but the question I'm, I'm inching toward here is, like, do people ever drink an Arnold, Arnold Palmer in England? Because the other thing is, I think lemon. when you say lemonade in England, that usually means Sprite. Yes, I think. Because I'm but thinking of, like, a... do they have lemonade? I'm thinking of, like, a, like a Pimm's Cup, for instance. I'm, yeah, sure. Which uh, people tend to alternate whether they put, like, Sprite or or lemonade. In okay, it. so they do have what I think we they call have lemonade. lemonade. What do they call it? Um, or they or is it just uh, you have to know from context? This I think is, that the, I think that we've got some listeners who are going to know a lot yes, about this, please. and I think they're going to weigh in on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. I wonder, like, yeah, I I, I kind of. There was a part of me that was like, I feel like this drink should like be much more popular than it is. It's so good, but I think it's wildly popular. I think it's and I think it's very I'm popular. Just catching on a little late. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's as as popular or more than the game of golf itself. Mm-hmm. Yep, you heard uh, it here first. Yep. One thing I remember from reading books about golf and being kind of into golf for a few weeks when I was a kid um, <laughs> is that there are lots and lots of very serious quotes from people about how golf is the world's greatest game. Do they all use the the term of endearment, babe? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> babe, let me tell you. Golf. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Arnold <babe>. Palmer. <laughs> Well, um, you can, as we said, find us at facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast, babe. And also, babe, you can find us at SpilledMilkPodcast.com. We're not going to post a, I mean, well, we'll post a link to Maggie Hoffman's yeah, uh, absolutely. difficult Arnold Palmer recipe. Yeah. And uh, we'll post a link to the Serious Eats uh, prepared lemonade profile so that you, you know, can, can rush out and buy it and make yourself an Arnold Palmer right now with no yep. sweat. Uh, you can find us, uh, you already said Facebook, uh, please leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, um, other things. Oh, and we're on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Yep. And uh, was that it? Yeah, babe. Until next time, uh, we'll see you at the country club. I'm babe. And I'm other babe. <laughs> Okay, ready? Okay. Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' cold K-cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be.